Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cacciolillo. And before we get started, I want to thank all my listeners for listening and also thank the contributors to my show, who are Candice Sanderson, author of The Reluctant Messenger, and Ms. Aida, author of Who Do Justice Magic, Binaural Production Engineer, Damien Keller, author of Sounds Good, Sounds Great, and monthly co-host, Jared Murphy, author of It's Not Aliens, It's Worse, It's Us. And now, if you're, I mean, if you're interested in becoming a contributor to this show, go to my website, everythingimaginable2020.com, and you'll find everything you need there. And now, without any further ado, our guest for today is Luna Ora, and she has, she is from, oh, uh, the Mother is Rising, and she also has a few books on sex magic and a whole bunch of interesting stuff. Uh, thank you for coming on today. Sure, thank you for having me. So, what got you into this topic? Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it just found me, and um, it just it just this path found me, and I just woke up one day from finding myself serving the mother in this way with this wisdom and I'm still being initiated myself and uh, receiving the information as I go um, and uh, yeah it's it's just a life of service for me right now basically to the Divine Mother and to the awakening of humanity awesome so how does this um, you know two of the um, things that you seem to focus on a lot is ISIS and Lilith. How do they play into this? So the temple of Isis and Lilith is the is the sex magic temple, the sex magic school that I receive the information from and the knowledge from. So it is, if you will, it's it's really difficult to express in words because it's words are very um, are very small to 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 describe this this force and this energy and this dimension. But it is a different dimension, if you will, um, that is connected to our timeline right now, which I'm receiving the knowledge from of sex magic, of, of, of sacred union and of how humanity, um, what humanity can do right now in order to to reach that point of creating sacred unions, embodying divine feminine and masculine and creating a much better world. Awesome. Um, when I was watching, um, you know, actually we were just talking before the show uh, about the divine masculine and divine feminine. C can you define those for me and the things that we need to work on on each to develop them and how they can affect our lives? Sure. I mean, I can literally write three books just about the divine masculine and feminine. So <laughs> we got <laughs> a lot of time. But <laughs> let me see. Let me see how I can sum it up. Um, like I have like 200 videos just on the divine masculine and feminine. But uh, basically, we live in a world of polarity. This is whether you like it or not. A lot of people are resisting that fact now. But we do live in a, in a in a world of polarity. Polarity is one of the rules of this universe. So we have energy of feminine and energy of masculine. We are born into a body of either a man or a woman, and there are this physical body is is a, is a representation of specific energies that we're holding that we're bringing to this world 
Um, and, and so the masculine and the feminine together create union. Now, what kind of union are you, are you creating? Are you creating a union that, that's creating a lot of darkness in the world? Or are you creating a union that's creating love and light in the world? So, again, this is very, very broad, very broad view of masculine and feminine. But it, they're just the polarities of life, the polarities of life force, if you will, that, that we're all bound to while we're in this, in this reality, in this third dimensional reality. Right. Oh, I was watching some of your videos and listening to you talk, and it's almost a complete opposite of what I have experienced in relationships. Yep. Whenever I get in a relationship with a woman, it's like they want the 50 shades of gray masculinity. And what you're kind of described in your videos is, is, is definitely something completely different than that. It confuses me. I'm like, what, what is it that women actually want? Did he want this guy that's going to come into their lives, take control, pull their hair, and you know, yeah. throw them on a bed? Yeah. Or do women want somebody, a guy that's going to um, both be, um, you know, give them what they need so they can give it back to the male? Right. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a good question. Okay. So there's a few levels to, to the answer of your question, all right? First of all, there's a level of you, specifically, of you, your, your human, yourself, which is experiencing these things with women. So there's a question of, like, why are you attracting these kind of women, right? Like, what is the mirror that they're giving you as, as the masculine that you are right now, right? So this is something personal to you. But also, as I explain also in all my videos, is that this society... We got four polarities, right? We got so we got the two main polarities. We got masculine and feminine, and then we got the shadow and dark, the shadow feminine, the light feminine. That's the way I call it. I I I, I kind of call it like this to, to to make it simple. And then we got the shadow masculine, the light fem, the, the the divine masculine. And so this society, this world, this matrix reality that we're living in right now, has been created by the dark side of masculine, the shadow side of masculine. So it doesn't have any space for divine masculine or divine feminine. So everything in our society has been twisting and distorting divine union and what a divine feminine and divine masculine really should be. So a lot of women are walking around today extremely confused about being a woman, don't even know how to be a woman really. Most women, we had to learn how to be in our in our in our masculine actually from from the first day that we came into this world, and um, and a lot of men are extremely confused to say the least about their masculinity today. So we we have all these people, men and women, extremely don't even don't even know. No one taught us when we're children how to connect with our true divine power and how to express it and how to work with it. And then we come together as adults trying to have a healthy relationship or unions and good luck with that, you know. So so it's really a matter of beginning, each of us beginning to, to do the, the inner work and to really begin to embody the power that we came here with, whether it's feminine or masculine or playing with both. I mean, we all play with both all the time. It's, it's, that's, 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 a, that's a given. But, but we, you know understanding your your core power 
and choosing also you because you can choose to be in your shadow your whole life that's that's your freedom but what are you wanting to create in this life and do you want a sacred union so with another human being right so um so really understanding those polarities deeply and and most of all understanding yourself knowing who you are and that will that will explain to you and and show you why you're attracting specific people in your life now another answer to your question is the fact that yes women actually we want all of that we want the 50 shades of gray there's there are I actually just did a video um, one of my latest videos and blogs also is about the the shadow expression of sexuality we there are there are 50 shades you know more to sexuality and it's very dangerous to suppress any of them so so really acknowledging and bringing to the surface all of your shadow and all of, just with your just your light and your shadow and understanding what expression of your sexuality comes from the shadow because we don't want to stay in the shadow we want to bring it to the surface put some light on it acknowledge it and transmute it and work with it so we we, we want to unite with our shadow we don't want to give it control or, or let it master us but the, the thing is people are suppressing their shadows they don't get to know their shadows and then the shadow controls them and it controls their life their sexuality everything that they do and so you know you would find those women that's one example right because there I can give endless examples but you will find that woman that just wants to be you know she wants a man to hurt her physically or or be very abusive or because she's still controlled by her shadow she's in her shadow feminine right now she's not aware of of her divine feminine she's not connected to it she may she's maybe aware of that concept but she's not embodying it she's not living it when you have, when when a woman embodies her divine feminine she can play with all those aspects i can go play and want a man to like you know pull my hair and 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 be aggressive but i i demand uh, only i demand that only from a divine masculine only from a man who can do that with love and worshiping my 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 goddess so there's a way different energy right like i'm not doing that i'm not doing that to be to be submissive or give my power away or i'm doing it from my wound from like my, the part of me that's a wounded inner girl that needs daddy to love her you know that's that's a very very different energy that you you can have a sacred union with a very passionate almost aggressive expression of sex but with what intention are you doing that right and and a divine woman would want to be held to be seen to be caressed to be to be worshiped by a god and 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 so and so you have so yeah so that's why you you know encountering i feel like for you specifically for example asking why am i why am i attracting women in that in that phase in their expression in their life right so where am i in that expression right now because obviously if you keep attracting the same kind of woman there is a shadow part in you that she's mirroring that you're not expressing that you are not that you're not connected to still What's and that, that you want what does to that mean? consciously connect you what does that mean yeah okay give me explain to me deeper for example the kind of woman that you're that you're attracted to that I'm attracted to like the the women that you, you say keep coming into your reality um other, I mean, they're typically women that want a guy that they take control, and 
Um, and I think a lot of times too, I, I and this is something I'm trying to starting to recognize, and I, I don't want to repeat anymore. And I'm focusing on this is I, I women that that need a man to help in what them. Way? When you say need a man, in what way? Or, or need somebody? They need somebody to to. Uh, I don't know what the word for it is. Um, because there is needing, there is to need a man, and there is being needy. It's mm -hmm. two different things. All right. Me as a divine feminine, I need a divine masculine. I need his force to ground me, to to give some sort of a, a support to me in the physical world, so that I can continue doing my spiritual work even better. I can do it alone. I don't need a man, but I need a divine masculine. I need a God force. I need the awakening of the divine masculine because it makes me feel, it, it opens me up into, into God even more, into love even more. But there is needy. You know, when I was, when I was yeah, 20 years ago, when I was really young and I was in my girl phase and I had no idea how to work with my shadow, I was needy. Right? So, so there is, I needed a man to love me. I needed a man to, to feel good about myself. I needed a man to do all these things for me. I needed, it's very different. Mm -hmm. Now, do I still want a man to take control? Fuck yeah. Because I want to, I want to be in my divine feminine. It makes me feel more healthy, more happy, more in my power. And when a man is there, again, conscious man who is connected to me with his heart, not with his ego, because if he's with his ego, I don't want him. He's not in my he's in divine masculine. I don't care how much control he takes. I don't want that control. That's a different control. It's ego. I want his heart. I want a man who leads from his heart, who is conscious, who is able to take responsibility and to lead both of us together in the physical world while I lead us in the energetic spiritual world. That's really the, the dance of the feminine masculine. That's the beautiful, healthy way of a sacred union. And when two people come to that space, they're both extremely free and happy in their love and their union. So, so really it's about, you know, when you, you, you talk about these women, like, are, are you needy in some way? You know, are you, are you perhaps not taking enough divine masculine control in your life? You know, or, um, or again, where are you needy? Are you? Do you feel like there's a part of you that's needing a woman? No. But where are you saying that from? Like, be very. You, this is something that maybe we're not going to get into in this conversation. <laughs> but I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you something to think about later, because you're gonna you're gonna have to be very honest with yourself, and you're gonna have to be very. You're gonna have to look at all the ugliness that you don't want to look at. And I'm talking to everyone, to myself included. It's continuously looking at the ugly parts of us, the shadow parts of us that we have suppressed that we don't want to look at. That's where the truth is. What is the shadow? It's not, it's Describe the that to It's the hidden, the hidden parts of our subconscious mind that we have suppressed. That we are not. They're, they're literally in the shadow. There's, we're not shedding light on them. We're not. We don't want to look at them. We don't. We don't even know. Most people don't even know that the, that it's there because it's in the shadow. So the, 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 the unhealed, un, un, um, integrated parts of us that we have, we have suppressed. Perhaps from childhood, from trauma, um, from just 
just not wanting to look at our shit, of our, our ego parts. Hmm. I'm still confused by what that is. It's, I know. Like, like, I, I don't know, understand how I identify that aspect confusing. of myself. It is confusing. I mean, I recommend, again, this is, it's, it's a really, really deep topic. And mm-hmm. I recommend just going and exploring shadow work. Like, there are so many different types of work that you can do today. Endless, really. Endless tools and practices and methods to help you discover your shadow. So just going and researching shadow work, right? And, 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 and trying out all these different tools and exploring your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is endless. You will never stop working on your subconscious mind. And also working on your subconscious mind and with your shadow, because it's endless, people, we know that subconsciously. So that's why most people don't even go there because they know that once they start, they, they can't, they can't, they will not, they will never stop. They can't look back. It's like Alice going down the rabbit hole. It never ends. So again, it takes courage and it takes bravery to look at all that shit and to go into the darkness of your own subconscious soul and to bring the truth from it. We need truth in the world right now. Like we are, we are starving for truth. We're in a world full of illusion and lies, but it starts with us. We have to, we have to stop living in the illusion that we're living in. Hmm. Interesting. I'm just trying to understand, you know, the, the whole shadow thing kind of has me confused because, you know, I, like, I know I have a dark side, you know. Um, it's not about the dark side. Or, it's, not or, a, or, it's not a bad thing. When I say shadow, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's, it's the parts of you that are not conscious, that are not in the conscious, that are not seen, that are not, that you haven't taken care of, that you haven't looked at. Hmm. So, again, it's, it's really about knowing who you are. Jesus said the most important two words, know thyself. And I'm not religious in any, in any way. I'm just, I'm just mentioning that. But, he, that's what he was actually trying to teach people. Know thyself. Know all, know all of you. Know your light and your shadow. You will not be able to integrate yourself in this, in this world as a whole human being. If you just walk around with your conscious mind, you need to know your subconscious as well. You need to get to know all the parts in you because that's the world that you're creating around you. That's the people that you're attracting. I guess I'll have to try to figure that out. <laughs> and, and don't and don't try not to not. To, this is not something to figure out because you're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out right now with your masculine brain. I can hear your brain, you know, moving around. It's something that I'm asking you to feel. I'm inviting you to feel, and I'm inviting you to just connect with parts of you that you that you haven't connected yet that you've suppressed. So it's less thinking about it and more experiencing it and feeling it. So really doing a lot of shadow work is, 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 is very feminine in nature in a way because it's, it's, it's asking you to feel more. It's asking you to experience yourself more instead of thinking and logicalize it. Right. And so, yeah, hopefully that helps. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to have feelings. You have feelings. You're human. You you have them, whether you like it or not. But it, it, connecting with them more, 
you know, working with more, more with your feelings and less with your brain. Not your brain is great. We need the brain. We need that part. But when you want to dive deeper into yourself, I mean, I'll put it this way. Subconscious is more feminine. The conscious is more masculine. So if you want to dive into the feminine more, you got, you got to connect to the heart. You got to connect to the heart. You can't logicalize the feminine. The feminine is, is pure chaos of creation. And when I say chaos, it's not a bad word. It's, 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 it's endless. It's, it's constant movement. It's constant life and change and, and, and evolvement. And you cannot put a label on it and you cannot tame it and you cannot logicalize it. Mm-hmm. The masculine is very like this, this way. It's like, it's this pure channel of light. It's clear. It's grounded. It's, 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 it's just clarity. It's, it's logical. It's logic. And it's this one point of attraction. It's purpose. And the feminine is exactly the opposite. So you can't come to the world of the feminine of the subconscious mind of your own subconscious with, with this energy of like, I'm going to logicalize all my subconscious. It's not possible. You're going to have to dive into it. Just dive into it, trusting with open heart because you are a man in this world right now, in this reality. You chose this, this expression of, of masculinity. Your core power, as opposed to what society have told you all the time, it's your penis, your core power is your heart. This is what we need to teach boys from day one to connect to their hearts. And so I'm inviting you to connect back to your, to your true power. Okay. I guess I'll have to figure out if I have a heart. No, you have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> you are heart. You are love. And even even the words you just said, I have to figure it out. You don't figure out what you are. You 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 explore. You connect to what you already are. Mm-hmm. You connect. You you connect back. Because it's the moment you, you've entered this world, this, again, this society, this matrix have, has shown you exactly the opposite. That you're a man and you're a macho and you need to fuck all the women and you need to do this this way and that way. And like, no. We want, women want your power. We want the masculine to be in, the, in, in full power, but guided and led by the heart. We don't want men to be, to be leading from their fucking ego anymore. We're done with that. We saw where the dark masculine has brought us. We want divine masculine to lead us. And we want to be leading. The, the thing is that the divine feminine is leading the way right now. That's why the the, the only way that I see and, and you know people that are awakened right now understand this is the only way to actually evolve to the next level of our humanity is to bring back the, the pure worshiping and respect of the divine feminine and notice i I didn't say feminine i didn't say women Mm -hmm. because a lot of women are in their shadow and we don't want that also we don't want the we do not want any more dark feminine as well we want divine feminine to lead this the to open this portal to this new life but we need divine masculine to help and support us and be next to us we need to have more sacred unions so there's no more ego for men or women anymore. There's no more time for this. There's no more space for that. 
There is space for, for true, true power and truth. We need truth above all. So like, that's why I'm like, I have no time for BS. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I don't fluff things up. I say them as it is. And we, we really, we can't afford anymore to create more lies or illusion in this reality. So how do we get past the ego? Do shadow work. Look at your shit. Take responsibility for everything and everyone in your life. For every situation. How did I create this? Not what this person did to me. She did to me. He did to me. Take responsibility as a mature human being. Choose people around you that are supporting your evolution, that are supporting your awakening. Say goodbye. I mean, a person that's awakening, that's on the path. Oh my God. We, it's, it's like a constant journey of saying goodbye to people. Like even, even family, like blood family, you know, like you have to let it go. You have to, you have to be in truth and you have to live in the place of integrity with everything that you do, everything that you say. That's why, for example, you know, when I see spiritual people or gurus and they talk about love and they talk about unity and, but then, you know, I ask them, are you eating, do you eat animals? And they say, yes, I do, but I bless it. And it's the circle of life. I'm like, no, 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 no. You cannot talk. You cannot speak the words love, unity, compassion, and evolution of humanity and still be consuming the flesh and blood of dead animals, which is the form, the, the darkest form of magic, by the way. The darkest evil form of magic. It's a blood sacrifice. So we need to look at things like that and take responsibility and live with integrity and live what we speak, live this truth, not just not just speak it and put it on Instagram and, and you know, put all the fluffy, beautiful spiritual words on it. We don't we can't afford this shit anymore. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm cursing a lot, but I, I get passionate about that. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that hopefully that gives you a little point to. To start with, you know, something to, and again, I'm, I'm inviting you to feel what I'm saying, not, not try to logicalize it too much. Mm. There is time for logic. We need the masculine logic, but there is, there is, there is time for, for just going into your heart and feeling the truth, feeling the truth, because if we all know the truth. We are all gods and goddesses. We know it in our bodies. Interesting. One of the other things that stuck out to me, and I, and I agree with it, is um, <clears throat> your view on pornography. <clears throat> you know, and how that is really uh, disruptive to to it's our true. sexuality. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I actually yeah. had had was when I was I, I was with somebody that you know for a long time who. She wasn't even she wasn't even able to have make love without first watching pornography. Yeah, and, and that and that kind of turned me off. Like I, after that, exactly. like I felt maybe like you know like I don't know. It was this weird? Yeah, I mean, it was because she wasn't actually yeah. making love with you. Yeah, You're aware of that. She was not. You she, she used you to to masturbate. Hmm. And most people today do not have sex with each other they do not have and of course they don't have sacred unions so say the least but they don't even have sex with each other they use each other's bad bodies to masturbate and 
I mean, again, you will have to learn a lot about, you know, the energies of sex magic and the, and the, and the sacred flow of, of sexuality, which I, 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 I teach in my school. But, I mean, it is so utterly destructive. Everything about porn is so utterly destructive to the sacred flow of sex. Everything about it. I actually just did a video. One of my latest video too is uh, about blowjobs, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. It's called oral devotion mm -hmm. blowjob for a god, and I call it because I call it oral devotion too. We can go into that later. Uh, blowjob is such a bad word for that. <laughs> so, um, so I mean, just every. I mean, if you look at every every porn movie today or whatever, um, I can't even watch porn. What I do is like once in a, a couple of like once in a year or two, I go to like a porn site and I just like I kind of like browse into it. I, don't, I can't even watch the whole thing, but I just browse and I look at a few videos. Right. Just because I want to see the collective, because whatever we see in movie, you know, in our in our physical reality outside movies, whatever, it's really a reflection of where we're at collectively. So I go and I look at a few stuff and I'm like, every time it's the same. I mean, it, it gets, it gets more distorted. The porn today is getting more and more distorted and scary to me. I mean, scary in a way of like, it, it, it really, really messes with the subconscious of humanity and people. And wow, it, it takes them farther, farther away from what a sacred union actually is and what sacred sexuality is. It's really scary. And kids today have access to porn, you know, from a very young age. They always did in a way. You know, I have friends who like told me that when they were like eight or nine, they could get, they went and got videotapes, you know, and kids can get access to whatever they want. But today mm -hmm. it's even scarier. They literally have it on their phone whenever they want to. So, um, and it's, and again, it's more distorted. It's so much more distorted and destructive. And, and there's so much of our shadow of our collective shadow and trauma, sexual trauma as a collective that's been, that, that is, um, reflected in porn. And, and it's, it's a mirror for our, for our collective shadow. And it's really, it just breaks my heart, you know, and, and it's, um, and yes, there is a rise of a lot of people that are, are trying to like learn about sacred sexuality and Tantra and all that. Even though I don't, I don't do chantra. I don't, I don't use that word because I, I feel like that's also been it's been very misleading and destructive in the spiritual world as well. There's a lot of spiritual BS, by the way, uh, which I don't like. And a lot of people are going to spirituality as bypassing, and they're using tantra and beautiful spiritual words just just to have just to, just to fuck other people, you know. And and also they're also using sexuality in a very destructive way. They just put a different label on it. So. In every, in any way, it's very, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous that people are not aware of their shadow and are, and are allowing their shadow to control them and their ego. And, you know, for the sake of, I, I, I can see you're, you're confused about that still. So for the sake of this conversation, I'll just, I'll just call it ego so that you'll understand, mm -hmm. right? What the shadow is. So, so yeah, it's, it's extremely destructive. It's, it's, um, I mean, extremely disconnecting people from the idea of what divine feminine is, what the goddess is and how to worship the goddess sexually and what a God is and how a God needs to show up sexually to a sacred unit. It's just, it's just, 
Yeah, I can also talk for hours about that. It's just so bad. Mm. <laughs> not to mention the fact that it, it really destroys um, not just spiritually and, and, and emotionally, but, you know, physically, it, it really, it, a lot of men today cannot have, uh, cannot, it, it destroys their, um, their sexual abilities. They cannot have, they cannot get a heart on, you know, without, without really extreme porn. And the, the thing is, it's like a drug. So you keep needing more and more of it. And then the porn that you've watched so far is not enough for you. So you need to go and watch even, even more darker porn and, and harder porn, you know, and you, so you need, it's really, really bad. And it, and it, it's, it's, um, I have men in my programs that, that have been, um, that have been addicted to porn, you know, and it destroyed them. And I take them on a beautiful journey. It takes months, you know, and it takes a lot of commitment and a lot of work. And I really honor these men. You know, I honor them for even wanting to get out of that cycle and wanting to connect to their divine masculine. It gives me more hope as a, as a woman, knowing that there are men out there that are so, that have so much love in them and that, that, are aware of the programming that they were raised in and, and they have the courage and the commitment to, to rise above it and to, and to grow as a divine man. I honor men like that so much. We need more of you. Like seriously. So, so yeah, but, but it's not, a, it's not an easy path, especially for men. For women, it's a lot, it's actually a lot easier. It's a lot easier to, um, when they want to, when they're, when they get to that point of like, I want to, I want to enter my divine feminine. It's a lot easier to, in terms of porn, to like, to not watch porn anymore. But for men, it's, it's really, really destructive for the divine masculine. Really destructive. Hmm. Another thing that I saw in one of your videos too, was about the missionary position, you mm -hmm. know, and it was something I never really thought about. Um, you know, like how it was created by the church and all those different rules that yeah. were imposed on people. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. I it's it's an old one of the, my old videos. Um, it's just just because that video I, I made because I just wanted to give another perspective on it. You know, not to say that missionary in position you should never do it. I I use it sometimes, but it's um it's how you use it and with what intention behind it and with what you know being connected to the sexual flow that's that's running between you and your partner right now so for example i can i can do the mission i can use the missionary position with the the experience of i am pure goddess i am pure divine feminine and this god that's like laying above me pushing me down into the ground grounding me so much that I am so connected to, to the to the to, to the earth, to the mother, to 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 my divine feminine. Because the thing is, again, there's so much there's so much to, to speak about that. So, at the divine feminine, we our natural our natural state is like just to be all over, to be out there. We're more connected to the spirit, to source, to God. We bring the we we actually bring men the connection to source. Men cannot have that connection by themselves. And then men are the grounded one. They're more earthbound. They're, they, their job is to, to ground us into the physical earth. While our job is to kind of like pull them up and connect them to source, to spirit, to, to God, to heart, to everything. So, 
so yeah, so like in that in that in that tent in that sense, the missionary position I can use it as a grounding force. Is, but but two the two partners really have to feel that intention and understand that, right? So when the man is laying on top of the woman in the missionary position, he's connected to her with his heart and he's grounding her. And she, and and because he's so connected to her body and what she feels right now, he knows that that's exactly what she needs. She needs to, she needs that groundness, because that groundness from from a divine masculine really helps us as women to do our job better in this world. Like we need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, but the missionary position, you know, back then it's uh, you know <laughs> the church actually forced people, you know. To, to have sex in specific ways and only with your, obviously only after you get married and, and, um, and there is, by the way, marriage, there is truth to that because it's a part of a sacred union, right? Like there is, um, there is the path of, of, of sacred marriage, of sacred union and then coming into, so there is the church, you know, took some truths from, from the temple, but they distorted it completely. You know, they absolutely, this society has distorted marriage completely. Um, yeah, no wonder people can't, you know, can't and don't want to be in a monogamous relationship today, uh, which is very sad because I, I absolutely believe monogamy is, is, is the sacred way. But I understand and I have compassion for people who run away from it because it's been so distorted mm-hmm. and destructive. And people don't know how to use monogamy today and, and work right. with it. One of the things that you mentioned in that video, too, is about the woman being on top. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I've only actually had one woman that, that was on top that it were actually was like natural, like where, you know, she, you know, it was just it was good. Other times it's been felt it felt like it was just awkward. Tell me, I'm, I'm interested. What, what do you mean when you say it felt awkward? Um, well, physically, like, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was like off balance or they were just bouncing up and down with like no real, um, she wasn't connected. She wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like only once that I have somebody who actually like sort of climbed on top and put her hands on my chest and, and went really slow and the right speed and the right amount of force. Um, yeah. is that something that, that women sometimes have trouble I'm, with? I'm going to, I'm going to go back to porn on that, you know, because. That's the thing, you know, it's not just men, it's women too. We, we see all those images in, in porn and in, in, you know, whatever, in social media too today. There's a lot of porn in social media. Um, not healthy porn, very, very unhealthy. So we, we think, we, we come to, to a sacred, we come to a sexual, um, sexual encounter and we think we have to prove something or we have to put on a show, you know? And entertain and and think this you know this guy has to think I'm I'm this like sexual beast you know and like and like I'm the sexiest woman alive and he has to love me and worship me like that that's not divine feminine you know divine feminine is so connected to her pleasure in the moment so connected to her body so connected to the heart of the man that she's that that is inside her body right now. And there's so many women who are so disconnected from their from their femininity and their bodies. And that's due to trauma. That's due to a lot of fear from the masculine. 
So when you're in so much trauma and fear from the masculine, but you still want to have sex with, with men, um, you are, and again, I'm just giving one example. There's endless exam, examples here, but you're going to come to this, you know, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna arrive at, at the sex act, not even seeing the men for the men that he is right now. He's, he's a tool to, to anything. It could be to, 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 to prove something to yourself, to some, a lot of women today, because they're so, again, it's, it's, I, I have compassion because I, I, I feel that trauma as well from the masculine, right? I've, I've, I've had to heal it for many years, but we, we all carry so much trauma from, not just from this life, but from, from all lives and from all other women. And we, we have been so, so damaged and suppressed and hurt by, by the masculine for so long. And so now when the feminine is rising, it's like almost a lot of women want to get even. And this is subconsciously. Women are not mostly conscious of that. But we, we almost want to take our power back. But because a lot of women are doing that un, unconsciously and unawarely, if that's a word, like they're not aware they can be very damaging the women the, those women can be very damaging and creating even more chaos and more hurt and more pain and instead of awakening the divine masculine in the men you know they want to hurt him they want to get even and again they they don't do that on purpose most of them but it's very subconscious it's 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 something that is almost done through us because of all that trauma that's stuck in our bodies because mm-hmm. we, and women trust me women hold so much trauma in their bodies their bodies so much more than men and so because we are a vessel we are the vessel we are literally a vessel you are a channel so energy runs through you runs into you but it runs through you also very quickly and women we hold it in we just it's 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 entering us and it stays there you know because we do again we don't have the tools on how to move that energy through our bodies so um Wait, remind, bring me back into the into the point we're talking about again, because I, I I know I spoke about. Oh, yeah, I was talking about like the uh, the woman being on top and how on top. I've only mm-hmm. had like one woman where it was like really really fantastic and right. natural. Like all the other ones, like they were just like bouncing up and down. And I thought they were gonna break my dick. Right, right. So yeah, so you want so so again for men, you really want for conscious men, obviously, you want. I mean, some men like that. Some men are not conscious and they just, again, they want to masturbate with a woman's body. But if you're a conscious man, you really want her woman to be so connected to her own body and pleasure. Because when she's connected to her own body and pleasure, trust me, she's going to be so connected to your divine heart as well. So so that's what you really want. You want that. And it's good that you had those experiences, you know, because you saw how it made you feel. You saw how it feels to be with with a shadow feminine and with someone who is a little bit more connected to her divine femininity, maybe, right? Maybe mm. she's not perfect. None of us are perfect, but right. you saw the difference. You saw the difference in the sexual flow of how it feels and and let me tell you tell me, how did you feel after sex, right? With that experience with these kind of women or with that kind of woman? Oh, definitely the one that was more in touch with herself and went slower and I don't know it was, it was much much better it, yeah. you know it, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it either. she was connected to you too she didn't just masturbate with your penis mm-hmm. she was there with you 
and then she gave you the permission to be there with her as well to see her and you she she you know it sounds like a moment of like actually wanting to see each other and have intimacy you know and men are not these like yes a lot of men are but you know most men just really want to connect with a woman most men really really you know you guys just the way we want to connect to our to our sexual feminine divine feminine power men want to connect with their with their divine masculine power whether they know it or not today that's why men many men are so confused too because you want to connect to your heart and you want a woman to see into your heart you want that now is it easy no there's a lot of layers of ego there's a lot of layers of of, of, of programming there's a lot of layers of fear from the feminine men are very scared of the feminine you know so so there's a lot of layers to work with through and but that's what we really crave I feel I feel we all just crave that sacred union again we just don't know how to put it in words hmm. how about expectation I always found to um, when I go to make love to somebody or, or making love um, when there's no expectation from each other is when it just flows really naturally. Um, where if it's like, you know, an expected or planned event or whatever, or, or you know, this person just wants to have an orgasm or, you know, that always makes it, for me, um, less fun or less, I feel less of a connection when there's more, the more expectation there is, the less connection I feel. And the more unnatural it feels. I feel like the word expectations that you're using here might not be the right one because it's a little confusing to what you, where you're going at. So, yeah, I'm like I'm not I'm not feeling that word is like the because I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know if expectation is the right word because you you do want some sort of a connection with this person. Like you want a communication. You know, you, you, I mean, before you, you enter a woman's body, you know, like you just, it's not just like, oh, no expectations, let's go fuck. Sometimes it can be great, but let me tell you, from a woman's perspective, most women, of course, there are the, the very few that are outside of that norm, but most women are always going to have expectations. Hmm. So, and even the men. Your ex most men's expectations is not to have expectations. That's his expectation. So we really got to be honest here because we're human beings. We're not machines. And we're always going to expect something from any situation. There's always expectations, whether if it's you're conscious of them or it's, it's in your subconscious. So a mature couple is going to arrive at a union knowing their expectations from themselves and from each other and 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 respect that or communicate about it, it you know like what you're because what you're what you're saying is basically just two kids who just want to fucking have no no maturity no that's not what i'm saying so what so explain in, a little in fact bit. i'm saying the complete opposite actually no like explain because i because i that's what I'm saying. The word expectation that you um, used in that confused me a bit. Yeah, I don't know if I can think of another word, though. But, you know, to me, 
when it just happens naturally, mm-hmm. um, like like the, when there's no effort, when it when it's effortless. Let's go with that word. Effortless might be the better term. So when you when you say effortless, um, so those those times that you do put the effort, what kind of an effort are you referring to? Like what's the effort? Mm. I want to make sure I understand your experience. Interesting. I mean, with, with effort, like, like say, like say for say for example, there's a couple, and every Friday night's like their their date sex night. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. they go into like that date sex night expecting a certain routine of sex, and and and, <laughs> and the woman expects this, the guy expects that, and he has to, you know, work the. Really hard to to, yeah. to, to, to to please this woman and his woman's gotta wear sexy lingerie and all this right. all this stuff versus uh-huh. the you know you're 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 hanging out in the kitchen and all of a sudden it's just like boom. Now I understand. Okay, now I understand you a little better. So so this is go this goes back to what I was talking about before, remember, of like these two people who are coming to you know to a sexual act putting on a show, putting on a mask. You know, trying too hard, trying to, 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 um, um, it's like work, you know, it's like, I got to be this porn star now for my husband, or I got to be this porn star for my wife and whatever partner. Um, you know, otherwise, you know, they're not going to love me. They're not going to, it's, it's that wounded inner boy and girl in us that, that need to put on that show. There is no actual connection. It's two masks, two egos that are coming together and they're having sex with each other, not the actual people. So that's why it feels so depleting and so much like an effort. When you make love, when, and when I say make love, it doesn't have to be all fluffy and cute. It could be a hard fuck with someone. But when you are having a sacred union, you want to create art. You know, David data refers to it as art. It's you're, you're making art. You can't plan it. You can't, you can logicalize it. You're in your body, you're in your heart, and you're just making art together. And you're you're feeling into each other. You know, the men, you penetrate into the woman and you're feeling her universe and you feel where she wants to take you. And then you allow the man to take you wherever he wants to take you. It's, it's making art. And mm-hmm. that's freedom. That's true freedom. When you're having that strong, sacred union of committed love, you can make art forever with the same partner and never get bored because it's constantly going to evolve. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm talking grow. about. It's like that kind of exactly. stuff, you know, exactly. because I, I, I think again, like, you know, everything's sort of like, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, it's not weird. It's, it's just pre pre-planned. It's like everything else that we have, like prepackaged food. It's like we have prepackaged sex. Right. And it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It's empty. It's empty. It doesn't. It doesn't fill you up with life force the way sex actually should. You know, we're, we're transmuting life forces. We're, we're transferring and transmuting life force with and through each other all the time. So that's that's what it should feel like. Like life, creating life, creating art, hmm. expanding constantly. So how how do we use sex? In the context of magic, um, 
you know, like you, you've already mentioned that you don't like the the, the, the tantra, tantra, however you pronounce it, type of yeah, tantra, yeah, you know, <laughs> like the Kama Sutra stuff like that, you know. And then Kama Sutra and tantra are very different, but yeah, tantra, I don't, yeah. I and don't, then there's the I don't the, like even that word. the other school of of sex magic, which typically I guess associated with Aleister Crowley and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which is not what I do at all. Um, I, I actually, what I do is okay. What Alistair Crowley did, and and Alistair Crowley, let me tell you, is not the only one. Okay, there are. He's just the one that was known to the public, but and many people may not want to believe this, but the people who are controlling our reality right now in this world are extremely dark magicians who are using sexual life force very painfully in a very, very evil, demonic way because they know the truth of sex magic. They know the power of it. They know the power of sacred union. That's why they want to destroy sacred unions and program humanity to not have sacred unions. That's why they use sexuality in such a painful way along with blood and trauma and fear and torture in order to harness the energy of sexual flow to create their desired reality. So what I am trying to do is wake humanity the fuck up to understand how our own sexual power has been used against us and how to take it back and how to use it wisely. How to use it wisely with integrity with mature we need to we need to all mature we need to grow up as humans we are a bunch of little boys and girls in grown-ups bodies and we have no clue of what's happening here we really need to take our power back and that starts with our sexuality and it's all connected because when you know what a sacred union is you're going to live in such a different way. You're going to stop eating animals. You're going to start treating people differently. You're going to start treating yourself differently. It's going to change your whole life once you understand the sexual flow of, of divine sexual flow. And once you understand the power that you have in your hands, in your body, you're going to treat your body differently. You're going to treat the world differently. You're going to create a much better world. So, so yeah, that's why my book is called sex magic evolution because we want to evolve we don't want to stay the same first of all using sexual power to heal unite awaken and change the world because that's exactly what it's for it's not just for our own pleasure it's when you when you dive in and when you master sexual actual truth of sexual flow you don't want to it's very quickly becomes boring to just do it for yourself there comes a point where you're so awakened and you're so much full of love and you you are getting to the point of like, I need this, this, I want to expand this love and this power into the world. So so this is what it's for. So who who are these black magicians that are harnessing the sexual energy and using it to create this reality? I, I've always, no I've no always suspected the actual, that. The, the actual dark magicians are hidden from the public they will never show you their face um a lot of the people that we see today in government in hollywood uh, like the famous people they are 
um, they are as well also practicing the same horrid, horrid, you know, baneful magic. But the real ones, the, the, the ones that are in control, we don't know who they are. We don't know who they are. Because they, they know. Because they're very smart. They're very wise. They're not smart, but they're wise. And they know um, they know not to show their, their true faces. So does that mean the people that, like, like, you know, that use your, go to your school and read your books and stuff, should also stay out of the view from them? The, Can you repeat that? Because I didn't hear half of it. If, if they remain hidden... Does that mean that the people that are trying to counter them, such as the people that are using your book and going to your school, should they also remain hidden? No, no. We should speak out. On the contrary. We do not need to stay hidden anymore. The truth, if you are a human of truth and pure intentions, that's what the mother told me because I did not want to go on YouTube. I did not want to show myself. I did not want to speak about sex in public on YouTube. I was very resistant to it. But if you speak the truth and you are bringing your love into those words, because every word is magic, every word is a spell, then we need to speak up. But, but, and that's a big but, you gotta make sure that you are speaking truth and that you are living that truth and integrity. I don't ever make a video on YouTube if I don't feel like there's truth that wants to come through me and I am a pure vessel to receive it. And to speak it with love and with power behind it. I don't just make a video to get a million views. That's why I don't get a million views, by the way. Because, because first of all, not very few human beings are ready for the actual truth. Most people don't want the truth. Most people are very comfortable in their little corner of, of illusion and lies and shadows. But that's not my job here. My job is to speak the truth. And I encourage everyone that has truth that is backed up with love and pure intention to speak up. Because you're pretty, I know, you have no idea how many times these dark wizards, I call them dark wizards because they are. Um, and by the way, most of them are not human. Um, have tried to attack me. Physically and uh, spiritually, of course, on social media, a lot, blocking me and doing all these things. But I, I am, I am utterly, I have no fear. I know that I am absolutely protected. They cannot hurt me. I am, in, I am in a completely different reality than them. I'm not in the same dimension as they are. I can see their dimension. I can see through it all, but I'm, they cannot touch me. So speak up and bring more truth and create more sacred unions in the world because we need that energy. We need that life force. But again, you've got to be a mature, honest person who lives in integrity because you can't just sleep with someone and think, oh, this is a sacred union, but it's really not. It's full of ego and shadow and fear, and you bring in more of that energy into the world. Mm -hmm. Um. I've had other guests on my show that have, you know, I've, where we've touched on this topic a little bit. Um, one of them was about using um, 
sex to have um, a Kundalini awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, is that part of what you teach, or is that something yeah. entirely different? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely part of what I teach. It's very, yeah. The thing is, a lot of people today who talk about sacred sex and tantra and all that—that's why I don't like. I don't appreciate a lot of people who do that today because they they tell people what people want to hear just to get more likes and views on on Instagram. You know, it's there is there is an initiation that has that a person has to go through. There is a path that we must go through in order to really embody, not just receive that information, because everyone can give you information, but really embody it in the cells of your body, in every part of your being. So people want to skip the part. People want everything really, really fast today. You know, oh, let's awaken my kundalini. Let's go to a yoga class and awaken my kundalini. That's not how it works. (laughs) That is not how it works. You need to do the work. You need to live every single moment of your life with that commitment and integrity to awaken your life force. And how are you awakening your life force? So there's so much that goes into it. That's why, you know, I mean, seriously, my, like, for example, I'll just give you an example. My first book is like, what, 350 pages, like 300 pages. And that's just like the, the preparation for the first level of sex magic. You know, there's so much that, that one must respect and understand about the universe, about, again, ourselves, the, 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 the shadow, the light, the feminine, the masculine, and, and really respecting and honoring and, and knowing how to work with those energies. And when people are trying to, like, jump in there really too fast, like, to, the, to, the, to like the last level, without going through all the initiation and all the, all the information that comes before, they burn themselves. And they actually create a lot more chaos in the world than, than they create good. I see that in the spiritual community all the time. Way too much, unfortunately. Mm. So much bypassing. So much so much disintegrity. So, yeah, it's it's just, it, I'm, you know, I'm very, um, I'm very passionate about that because it's, it's I see it all the time and I, I don't, I also see the potential in people, and it hurts me when I, I see them acting like like that, like irresponsible children. No. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is homosexuality a distortion of the male and female, divine male and divine female energies? That is such a huge, very sensitive topic. Uh, obviously, it's very sensitive today because people are, I mean, I don't think we've ever been so politically correct like we are now, you know, as as a society. <clears throat> and um, I'm always very careful speaking about that because I know that people are going to mis- misinterpret what I say. And, you know, I, I, have, I have actually two people that have been wanting to make an interview with me talking about this subject. And I've been, I've been, I said, it's not time, it's not time yet because... I really need to find a way to express to express it in a, in a in a way that people will not misinterpret me, which probably every there are always going to be people who are going to hear something different than what you say. But homosexual, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of kind of like maybe give you a broad a broad picture because it's going to take hours to talk about this. But 
homosexuality on its own is absolutely not distorted there it's a, it's a natural it's a natural expression of some people to enter you know let's say a body you know this world with the body of, of a man but being sexually attracted to another man that's very natural state that is a, that is a, that is just one expression of, of, of a human being you know like I came here as a man but I want to experience being attracted to another man that's there's nothing wrong with that it's I, I have I have seen um, gay couples who are who have such a, an amazing spiritual sacred union they cannot have they cannot have the 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 alchemical physical sacred union because in order to have the alchemical sacred union you must have the the actual physical fluids of a man and a woman but it they can have you can have a sacred spiritual union that that is just as beautiful and powerful to the world what i don't appreciate what i don't like and i am very oh, again in the future i will talk more about it publicly because people just need to be ready to hear that but um there is an absolute distortion of human sexuality today not just with with homosexuals with heterosexuals with everyone like i said before this society is bomb bombarding humans from every direction to distort our sexuality and you can see that again you can see that in porn you can see that in social media it's just disconnecting us so much from 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 who we are as sacred human beings and i feel like the gay lesbian community has been targeted by these dark wizards as well and a lot of a lot of our sexuality is also very influenced from a very young age today by food by additives in the food hormones in the food that are completely des destroying the physical hormones of young boys and girls and that's why you can see such a huge rise today of little kids who go to their parents saying I want to be a boy I want to be a girl you know I I don't want to be a boy I don't want to be a girl I want to be a bi uh, whatever binary non-binary all that you know not I god I don't even want to start with the non-binary but there's so much and again the non-binary is is a complete distortion of our natural polarity and disrespect for for a universal law this has nothing to do with with um with anything you know even even in our in a this is not something cultural or or this is about universal law and it is destroying sacred unions it is confusing human beings i just want to see happy human beings i don't want to see so many confused people who are so unhappy and disconnected from their sexual power if you i have i i work with people that are non that are in the path of being non-binary or uh you know I, i have uh someone who is um you know born as a male but he wants to be a female so i work with i work with with all shades and i have seen so many transformations because when you the thing is i I don't think it's an issue if you know from your heart from your actual true soul that you are here to be you know to experience being in a different sex or being 
gay or or heterosexual or whatever as long as it's coming from your the right place in you but most people today are it's coming from again hormones in the food vaccines that they get from from when they're babies right the vaccines today are not the vaccines that you and I got when we were kids they're not the same vaccines kids today are bombarded by so many not just chemicals and poisons but I know that what I'm gonna say sounds like a little uh, something from a Harry Potter movie but you can take it or leave it I don't I'm not here to, for you to believe me I'm here for you to open your mind and research but there are these dark wizards I spoke about they are using technology along with dark magic when I say dark magic in this form is very painful magic and to create to create these these very specific poisons that are meant to attack human DNA which is the distorting a lot of our, our human DNA also our connection to source but also our sexuality and our, and with that our sexual preferences and, and etc so you can see that humanity is being bombarded and all I'm asking for people who from people is to really get to know who they are from a true place and to not from the place that society has been programmed them that they should be or need to be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's why, you know, when I, when I do a lot of work with, with uh, people like that on that path is like cleansing your body first, you know, we got to cleanse your body from all toxins. We got to make sure your vessel, you know, when I say vessel is the physical body is clean and pure and powerful. And then you can make your decision. Then you can make that that proper decision of whether I'm really gay or you know I, I, my hormones have been influenced and I'm confused so that's I just want people to live in their truth and I hope people can can hear what I'm saying and not distort what I'm saying because there is nothing wrong with homosexuality and it's it's a natural state just like heterosexuality is but you It has been hijacked and it has been distorted by many forces and so all I want is to for people to live in their truth and their power and very connected to their divine sexuality no matter who you're attracted to or who you're having sex with be connected to your to your sacred sexuality hmm. I know it's been a, sort of a long interview but I still have one more question. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what about the BDSM community and pansexuality and stuff like that where people sort of like belong to like a sex family? Is that natural mm-hmm. or unnatural? Again, you're asking me questions that are like so complex and so it's so complex. Like I, I, I cannot possibly answer that in, in, Even the next if, even if we stay on for two hours I cannot possibly answer everything so it's <laughs> you know I, I can't touch on all of that because there's so much but um, again it's it's a form of an expression of sexuality so I feel I feel like I touched on it a little bit in the beginning where I spoke about the shadow and you know the fact that 
we just need to mature the fuck up and and not just not just explore and express ourselves in all our shadow sexuality but work with that to really get to know who we are so for example uh and again this is just one example because i got I cannot possibly answer about all the people who are into BDSM and all the different endless expressions of it and, sh- and you know, shades of it, because it's really endless. But if, just to give one example, um, you know, if you're really into being tied up and, 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 um, um, and you go to this club and you, you'd like to do that every week, you know, and, and you're into that, great. Use it as a tool to get to know that part in you because there is a part in you that's wounded and unhealed that needs for you to to shed some light on it and needs for needs integration so i'm just asking you to use all the expressions of your of your of your sexual um you know encounters or, or desires or fantasies use it as a tool to really get to know yourself and heal all these parts of you and integrate them and once you do that you won't want to get tied up again or you you would want to get tied up but just by someone you love for fun like it won't be the same need and desire that you had before it will be a healed desire it will be a whole you will be more whole as a person so you know what I mean? So there, so there's, like, yeah, like it, 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 it's very different. Like, it's really asking why do I need that, you know, and and why do I want to express that 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 in my sexuality right now? So really doing doing the work and asking yourself these questions and and using your sexuality as a tool to empower yourself and heal yourself, and don't stay stuck in those unhealthy patterns evolve expand move move through it and move beyond it that's where the real pleasure is that's where the union is so hopefully that answered that because <laughs> mm-hmm. again there's so much to say about that <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with that answer i mean i've had some experience with that you know for me it just got old <laughs> it just was like okay i've had enough Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes people just want to explore, you know, and that's perfectly great. It's fine. It's great. Explore, and then great. But 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 don't just explore for the sake of of a sexual experience. Really use the sexual experience to explore your own inner world, and use it as a tool for empowerment mm-hmm. and, tr- and 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 finding your own inner truth. And who you are as a human being and what you what kind of art you want to create in the world, right? What energy you are birthing into the world. Because you, trust me, whatever sex you do, with whoever you do it with, you're creating something in the world. You create if sex is a portal, like I write in my books, sex is a portal. How are you using that portal? And what what where are you what what dimension are you opening that portal to right yeah interesting one last question 
So <laughs> yeah, I'm taking full advantage of this. <laughs> and, and I suspect I'm going to get the same answer from you about from the last question anyway. Fetishes. Hmm. Are they a distortion? No, what, what distortion? Fetishes. You know, well, like, like people that have like a foot fetish or whatever. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of the same. I, I am going to give you the same answer because it's it's an unhealed wound of your subconscious. So it's it's really it's it's just a matter of again going back to shadow work mm-hmm. and understanding why do I have this need? Because fetishes are fetishes. You can't ignore them. They're 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 legitimate needs that a person has. You know, it's not like oh, I just want to explore something and go to a BDSM club tonight. A fetish is an actual need that a person has. It's like a pacifier for a baby, you know? They need it or they're going to scream and cry and, and have a breakdown, breakdown. So really, like, so there's a lot of work to do there when you have a fetish. It's an opportunity. Don't think of it as anything bad or shameful or feel guilty about it. Use it as an opportunity to discover more hidden parts of yourself that are perhaps unhealed and unseen and need your attention. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So just just bottom line, I mean, I want to I really, really hope people, you know, have no guilt or shame in any form of their sexual expression. But again, but use it to to empower, to get to know thyself, to connect more to yourself and to another person, because Mm -hmm. that's where the real pleasure and freedom is. Beyond all of that shadow, beyond all of that, of those, you know, that's that's where that's right. where the, the real uh, the real life force is. I definitely agree with you, even though I still don't really understand what the shadow is. But you feel it, but you feel it, you feel it. It's it's you don't have to understand logically what I'm saying right now. Okay. Because it's because because again, also the words I'm expressing right now is as me as this human form using words. Words are very limiting to express what I'm saying. So even I am always having difficulties finding the words to express that because it's such a, it's such a vast, you know, idea. Idea is not is not the word for it. It's it's, it's so vast to express this energy into words. It's so limiting. So that's why I'm inviting you to feel it more and experience it more, other than logicalize it so much. I'll try. <laughs> I mean, I can rely on intuition. That that's sort of like like when you say feel or something like that. I will rely on my intuition rather than thinking about it. I just act. I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but it's part of it. It's part of it. It's really. I mean, for men, for you, for example, men really need more meditation time. Like you, you need that actual. Actual meditate. meditation of sitting quietly mm-hmm. and connecting with your heart center. That's what men need. If you're more feminine, if you're more masculine, if you're, you could be women, but if you're, if you're more masculine human being, you need more of that quietness, that silence in your head. Because you need to silence the mind and you need to go into your heart. If you're a more feminine person, you need that, that meditation, but you need it in different forms. You need it in forms of sex, 
We actually need more sex, women. We need to connect more with the body. We need more movement because we have so much. We are in constant state of absorbing energy from the universe around us. We need more movement to, to release it constantly. So that's the kind of meditation that a more feminine person needs. So, so you, again, you really need to connect to the heart. Silence the mind, connect to the heart. And speak, also men. Men need to speak less, listen more, but speak more wisely. Choose your words more wisely. I'm not saying that women don't need to do that as well. Absolutely. But I'm saying that the expression of the feminine is more with our words and, you know, flow and movement and sound. And we, we, we just want to talk. That's why when women come together, we talk. We talk all the time, you know, blah, 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 blah. But when men come together, it's like less talking. You know, it's more like, you know, they go sit together. They, you know, open a bottle of beer watch a baseball game or like go fishing, which I really, of course I'm against fishing, but you know, they, they, they don't, they don't use so much of the verbal communication and it's, that's okay. That's okay. When they do, when I do see divine men coming together in men groups today, which I really love, I think we need more of more divine men coming together, supporting each other. Um, they 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 talk but the way that they talk is not like when women come together and talk you know it's they're so much more grounded and their words are chosen so much more carefully because they're so much more connected to their heart and so there's so much more power and when a divine man talks to me i feel him and i can trust him i feel safe next to him because his words are true you know, and when a man who is not in this divine masculine talks to me, usually they talk more, these kind of men, I, I don't feel safe around them. I can't, I can't trust anything that comes out of his mouth because it's not connected to his heart. <laughs> Should I grow a beard? What? Should I grow a beard? Are you asking me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Why are you asking that? Well, women seem to like men with beards now. Do you like a beard? On Itchy. you? Do you do you feel like do you feel like having a beard is going to be an authentic expression of your divine masculine? Not really. No. Okay, so don't grow a beard. <laughs> 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 If, if, if you were a woman and you would ask me, should I wear makeup? I would ask you the same thing. Is wearing makeup an authentic expression of your divine feminine? For me, for example, it is. I love makeup. It's authentic for me. Like when I, when I put makeup on, I feel like I'm a canvas and I put art on my face. So sometimes I don't want to wear makeup and that's my authentic expression of fem divine feminine. But, but as long as you do it from that authentic place, then that's what you need to do. Your masculinity comes from your heart. Your divine masculine, you wear it on your heart. It's not something that's on your beard or not. So as long as you're connected to that place, women will, the more divine women will be attracted to you and will trust you more. Mm. Not necessarily that they would want to fuck you, but they will trust you more. And you are going, and when women trust you, when you as a man, you feel trust from women, you are even more empowered to be in your divine masculine. Because men really crave that. Most okay. men don't even know how much they crave it. 
but they do. I'll just get another tattoo instead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we wrap this up, where is the best place for my listeners to find you and find your books? So motherisrising.com is my website. Um, Mother is Rising is my Instagram page as well. And um, my YouTube channel is Luna Aura, Mother is Rising. But you can get all the links on motherisrising.com. And my books are also, the links are on my website, but you can also go to Amazon and buy them. Um, my first book is called Sex Magic Evolution uh, by Luna Aura. And the second book is Symbols of Sex Magic. And the third book is coming soon. It's the Sex Priestess Manual for, for women only. The first two are for men and women. The, the one that's coming soon is for women only. And yeah, and I have my every, all the information that you need. A lot of uh, free videos and um, I can, obviously I can't talk about everything on YouTube. So I try to, I try to share what I can, but um, yeah, check it out. Awesome. Well, I'll put links to those in the notes to this episode so my listeners can check out your website and buy your books. And I really appreciate you taking the time today to come on and talk to me. Sure. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. (laughs) Hang on for one moment, and I'm just going to play the outro. Amazon and it will change your life.